Uh, hi, I'm Ben Sherlock. I'm Luke Jameson. And this is Funny Talks with Ben and Luke. We welcome you. And we hope you have a good time. Hi. So anyway, um, what did you want to move on to next? Uh, about uh, Lucy K performing again. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's obviously a big influence. Big he influence is, yeah. He was our big guy who um, got us into stand-up in the first place. Really, him and Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries, yeah. We've still got Jim Jeffries. He wasn't me too. Jimmy Carr. Frank yeah. Boyle. Well, we could go on. The list could go on for yeah. ages. We'll save that for a different time. So we'll talk about uh, how Lucy K is back. And it's been le- less than a year, I think, since um, you know these allegations came out. And he said, these are true. Did his film get released? The one with... It didn't. It was going to be released. I think that was what made people... To come forward because they were like, right, this is not on. Because what well, he's doing well. I think that so. was the worst timed film ever made. It's called "I Love You, Daddy." <laughs> it was due to come out in like November two thousand and seventeen. When- Do you reckon that was a little plug of what he used to say when he was pulling his pull? Probably. So he's like, oh, I'll make a note of that. I'll make a good title one day. And so all these powerful men in Hollywood who were were sexually abusing vulnerable young women were suddenly having their careers ended and they were being charged by the police and, and all this stuff was coming out and everyone was finally like waking up and smelling coffee. And then it's like, hey, new movie out, guys, about this uh, young girl who's targeted by this old Hollywood director who likes to abuse young women, but her dad doesn't mind because it's his idol. And it's... It's just the worst. It was just the worst timing of any release of any film. So I feel like that came out, and they were like, "Okay, let's let's end this guy's career." What I don't understand is, obviously, yeah, what he did was a bit strange, should we say? He was at least he fucking asked. It, it, it's not like he was doing like a Kevin Spacey or something like. That, even though I, yeah. I think Kevin Spacey is an amazing actor and all. He like. is. That's what makes it so tricky. He's like one of the. He's best. a really good actor. But, but then it did. But, but now, but that, that was very bad fucking thing to do. But then, if you think, but then if you actually look at his best performances, it is as a really sinister guy. So you just think, oh, that's just who he was yeah. the whole time. Yeah, he's playing himself in a seven, was he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just um, he wasn't killing people with sins. He was just committing sins on people. Yeah, but with Lucy K, he asked them, and obviously they thought, obviously, what well, fuck? I don't know. We haven't spoken to any of them. But oh, I think it's a they, person of power, so this might be able to progress myself because he's such. Basically, yeah. Or like, if once, I say no, then he might. Then he might. He might uh, slow down my career. Yeah. Or you know, tell some people not to book me. It's obviously kind of a form of pressure, and obviously that's not fucking good. So. But I don't know. Bad one, Louis. <laughs> but that's. Um, I mean, we're just assuming that that's what he would have done if they said no. We weren't there. But all Unfortunately, but, otherwise we'd be in a better position. But no, <laughs> Twas a joke. But none of them are famous now, so I don't know if they did if they did it and were uncomfortable afterwards and started to Because I I do know that his manager, uh, Dave Becky, I think that's him. I don't want to break anyone over the calls named Dave Becky who's not who didn't do it, but uh, I think I think that's him. Um he like silenced them if you will. I don't know exactly what his methods were. But uh, chloroform, because it 
Uh, joke again. Yeah. We are having a frank discussion. So we'll say things like Even that. Even like Jesse Asmo, that was a joke. It's just, I don't rate We love you really, Jesse, if you're listening. So anyway, because um, I... Uh, I do remember, like, you do, you did hear things. It wasn't, like, completely out of the blue. You had heard rumblings of Lucy K doing weird masturbatory things to women. Well, he used to fucking say it in his stand-up. Yeah. Which was probably a cry out for help if we're thinking about but it. I do feel like with stand-up, you can say literally anything you want, and everyone will assume you're joking. I go on stage and say I'm a paedophile and I want to fuck children. For all they know, I do. But I don't. <laughs> <laughs> But, At uh, least that's what you tell yourself. But they're, lis- <laughs> but they're listening and they're watching a comedian perform on a stage and they think he's joking. It's weird, but I like it. It's hilarious. Anyway, so um, that's um, so then Lily Sikai did the same thing. He talked about um, obsessively and compulsively masturbating and, and uh, like obsessing over women. And, and he, the, one of his routines was that he wanted to be able to just jeers at someone defensively. Like, if they came up to me, they want to talk to me, just go, in their face. So, he was clearly a chronic, obsessive masturbator. Um, and you'd had, you know, things had come up, little rumours and things, but I think people, because he was, like, the best, it was easy to just sort of say, oh, it's probably just rumours, I'm just going to continue to like him. But it's hard to do that now, because it clearly wasn't rumours. But anyway, so um, that was tough to grapple with. Um, well, hopefully, he kind of makes it back onto the scene anyway. I mean, I, I, you know, it's it's not something that's beyond rehabilitation. It's not like someone, someone said. I think it was the fucking owner of the um, this fucking the seller, com- the comedy yeah, seller of the comedy seller uh, said, "Oh, it might have been better for him if he addressed it within his material." On the night, how I don't understand how that'd be fucking a yeah. good idea. Could you imagine? I mean, they're unhappy that he's there at all. Imagine yeah. he can't start joking yeah. about these allegations. Surely, get it in the past, and like you can only say sorry enough fucking times. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's I not don't know. It's, it's nothing big... he shouldn't be able to come back from. I yeah. don't think personally. I don't think. Oh, it's because I'm a fucking male. Um, I can't imagine myself being in that position. I'm just saying it, being a less. Mm. A fucking honest human being, to be honest. Okay, it's a fucking mistake. When you know? he apologised, though, his statement, he wasn't really apologising to the women. It was more apologising to, like, the people who make, you know, the secret life of pets, because he's now they're out of a job kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I... But then I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't really remember if, he, if there was an apology or if... But some of those women have sort of said... Um, I can't even remember what they've said now, but they've said their own things about uh, him performing again. I don't think... I do think that this whole thing saying he should be able to perform again has not been long enough. That's just being decided by random people on Twitter. Yeah. If, if you're in show business or something like that, you just need to be fucking celibate because then none of this shit fucking happens <laughs> in all honesty. You know? I did, well, there's... Another one that needs to be fucking, like, come out and start up a bit of work again because it's been long enough. Bill Cosby, fair enough. No, I'm fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's, you know, you can be in show business and have consensual sex with people. But then, um... Yeah, we have to pay But then there is a big grey area. What do you mean you have to pay for it? (laughs) (laughs) Because if you get a bill of receipt, you say, (laughs) I pay for this so none of this shit can fucking get out here. 
Well, Bill, it's it's um, it's strange when you see Bill Cosby and Louis C.K. being mentioned in the same breath because it is part of the same movement and the same uh, allegation train, if you will, use the metaphor. But Bill Cosby raped sixty more than sixty women, and uh, Louis C.K. wanked off in front of five. So there's, <laughs> I'm not saying that. That makes him good, but it's not as bad. And uh, you it's know, the lesser of two evils, right? I mean, we're sitting here with. I mean, raping sixty people is pretty this. fucking bad. Like that's that's a genocide of fucking pounding. Yeah, exactly. That's they would call it. Um, that's like mass rape. It's like mass. I mean, you heard sixty people have been killed. <laughs> Like, that was Las Vegas. That was, like, the worst mass shooting in, in US history. Yeah. It's that, but with rapes. But this has been broken up over a period. Well, yeah, they didn't do it all in one fucking day. <laughs> no. I don't even know if... Is that human, a lot of fucking Red Bulls and <laughs> chocolate bars and shit like that <laughs> on the go? Viagra, like Tic Tacs. <laughs> so, anyway, so I, um, I know that we can just sit here and say this as men... And women might look at us and think, well, well he's why not, do you he's get not to have a say? say that's out of order? I know, but the Twitter arty might. I mean, I mean, I don't want him to sue. We can't. He's in jail. Oh, is Can he? You sue fucking jail? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was. Um, I mean, the guy's like eighty, so he's going to be dead soon anyway. I don't think he ever thought, thought he said he in seven prison. I thought he's just kicking back, like, ah, let's let this trial go on, and I'll just, uh, I'll be sound, I'll be dead soon. People that usually do podcasts are sometimes like obviously out there, but you know, you know when you're kind of broadcasting it, I suppose yeah. they have to be some kind of some like neutral ground or something like that. I don't think we're finding any of that. I know. No, well, we I, so, some people are going to be very angry. Like Kiri's very I angry. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking come here, you can't. So anyway, um, well, I, I I don't know. I think women would hear us having this conversation. And think, what gives you the fucking right? And they're right. I mean, because we, I'm a man. But twas a joke. <laughs> well, we, I, I, um, well, bottom line is that everyone, everyone who has assaulted someone and did something without consent or pressured someone into something they didn't want to do is wrong. We can say unequivocally, definitively, that that statement is true. Although I don't think you need to say that to. At all. Really? Well, obviously it's fucking... Well, if you I know, fucking told Bill Cosby fucking so-and-so many years ago... It's not obvious. If we don't have that to be able to quote in a fucking article in Vulture, we could get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> so, anyway. so Well, our point really is that there's lots of differing opinions and that even though Louis C.K. was wrong to pressure women into watching him come, uh, why is the punishment you don't get to perform? I mean, it, I think if he wasn't a rich, famous person, he'd get, like, a year in prison. But, uh, I don't know. Did the statute of limitations run out? Should there be a longer statute of limitations for things like this? I don't know. That's not for me to say, even though I'm now saying it. So we'll move on. So, but, so, well, so anyway, so it's been basically said that it's, it's not been long enough. Um, he shouldn't be performing again. He hasn't learned his lesson. But I don't understand... When will it be long enough? No one's saying, right, it's got to be three years. It's got to be three years, and then we'll all forgive him. That's, that sounds ridiculous to yeah, me. Yeah, it's not like a fucking... 
you know, jail sentence. Like, <laughs> oh, you fucking wanked on someone's dress while a kid watched. That's fucking six months no going on stage for you. Exactly. It's not a prison sentence that he has to stay at home for that time anyway. So I and uh, I don't know. I think um, there are lots of people still in the world who are going to want to see him perform, and there are lots of people who won't. And I think the two groups I just described are men. I mean, and we women. like some free tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're plugging you, Louis. No, I um, I think that the ones who want to see him perform are men, and the ones who don't want to see him perform are women. Because you were buying stuff off his site, and what is it? You were like hoping that I he would, kind I, of go, oh, someone still likes me, and like yeah, and maybe get in touch. That was in the early days um, of like last year, and it, it hasn't been in touch. Um, <laughs> but he has a good system where it's like pay as much as you want. So I didn't give him too much money. <laughs> um, so anyway, I the comedy seller put up a sign saying like we're not in control of who's going to drop in and do a set and if you're unhappy with someone who's performing um, we'll pay your bill for you and you can leave early which is uh, okay so if Lucy K performs and you're a woman and you're uncomfortable that's a bit of a stupid fucking I know it is fucking stupid and they say okay first of all a lot of people will say, oh, I was unhappy with that guy uh, making that joke. Can yeah. I have my all my drinks for free, please? Yeah. And also, they can't control who fucking comes in, but they can control who they let go on stage. Yeah. So that well, feels like they're they washing their They can control who comes in, because they can have bouncers and stuff on the door. Surely. Right, exactly. Yeah. Because what if there's some drunk pisshead throwing shit? You know. <laughs> and even if, you know, um, Louis C.K. or... Um, I don't know. Who else has been accused? Aziz Ansari was another one. Uh, that was another grey area one. Has he raped someone? No, he didn't rape anyone. I was about to Why say... Why do you assume rape? Because he's not white. No, I assume rape because we're talking about everyone doing fucking sexual dirty acts. What has he done then? It, um, a, the woman who did it described in a long article the whole story. It was something along the lines of they went on a date and then they went back to his apartment and... Um, he kept sort of being like, oh, let's, you know, let's take this so one like step grooming. further. Um, a little bit. And she was like, oh, no, I don't know if I want to have sex tonight. And he was like, oh, but look how hard I am. You know, and all this. Why have you got to use me? Because you're sitting there. This is what... You, don't, you can just situation. say it. You don't have to fucking do the actions. Well, I didn't actually put it on my rod, did I? <laughs> rod. Is that what you call it? So anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, his name is Rod Stewart. <laughs> and my balls are the faces. Um... <laughs> go on anyway um, so yeah if they come in and say um, hi manager of Comedy Cellar I'd like to do a set please oh was that it that's all he did feel how hard I am and that's it oh yeah I don't think they ended up having sex well I don't think so if she kept saying no and I'm feeling his penis so he did eventually listen to the word no but not early enough basically but that's my recollection. I might have even been remembering it wrong. But So anyway, when that came out, there was a lot of people saying, um, you're making a mockery of the Me Too movement because that's nothing. And other people were saying, that's assault too. And um, you know that also makes us uncomfortable. And men might find understand boundaries because of this story. So there's always, you know, there's always two sides of something. But anyway, I can't remember where we were. I think we were saying... You know, if Aziz Ansari or Louis C.K. walks into the comedy cellar and says, uh, I would like to do a set, please. They can't control that they're going to do that or that they're going to email in. 
but they can control whether they say yes or no. So I guess um, it's up to them to decide, you know, their own. I mean, it's it's his comedy club. It doesn't belong to anyone else. If he wants to let them perform, he can let them perform. Exactly. If you don't want a patron there, don't. Oh, uh, another thing on uh, Netflix, I think it's, it's Adam Sandler's 100% Fresh. I think oh, yeah. he's only called it that because his last films have not been 100% not fresh. Rotten 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 Rotten. Yeah. But, I mean, I've seen some bits of his stand-up and it's just, it's childish. I mean, I, I'm not going to watch his new one anyway, but I think I might have to I after the criticism the... I'm about to give. <laughs> I watched the trailer and he brought his dog on the stage and my first thought is, that's cute. My second thought is, that's a gimmick. That's going to shit everywhere. <laughs> Someone's going to have to clean that up. And it's not going to be fucking him. <laughs> He's like, Come on, Biscuit, let's go. Is that what it's fucking called? I don't know. I assume so. just thought, what would be a... I know what the dog looks like. I'm trying to picture what that dog... I mean, it looks like it's had a few biscuits, to be honest. So. <laughs> anyway, he's he's a good comedy actor. Not knocking that at all. But obviously, he started on the scene doing comedy. And if it's... I don't know how he made a career then. But um, even in Funny People, if you've seen that, I, I really like that film. Yeah, it's a good film. With Seth, Seth Rogen. But it, when he does the comedy, he just does like, ah, you know, stupid little voices. Yeah. But, and that's meant to be that's that not, that's universe. That's not the joke, yeah. That universe is um, form of comedy. But that's what his actual stand-up is like. Well, I, re- I read somewhere that for that film, you know, like uh, Adam Sandler and Jonah Hill and... Seth Rogen and I'm trying to think of who else did stand up in it. Aubrey Plaza. Oh, and Aziz and Sorry's in it as well. Yeah. They uh, were all asked to write their own material for it, so that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I haven't seen his new special. I've seen some of his earlier stuff. And he, he does a lot of songs as well. He's like one of those guys who brings a guitar on the stage and does a song. Cunts. Well, not all cunts. A lot of cunts. But who, who was that guy you showed me? A uh, clip of the one that plays the piano. He's funny. oh, Bo he's Burnham. Good. Yeah, he's Bo good. Burnham. He's good. Yeah, he's yeah. So he's the one of the ones who kind of proves that musical comedy isn't just a gimmick or always yeah, he, shit. He does it in such a clever he does way. It. Yeah, as well. Yeah, like he, do, Not he like doesn't Adam just, Yeah, he doesn't just do stupid shit. He'll use it. He's got to bring his dog on stage apparently to get more laughs. <laughs> like, okay, I know you're not enjoying the song, but there's a dog there. You like dogs? Um. Dimitri Martin's good as well. He he doesn't he doesn't do songs, but he gets his guitar out and plays it whilst telling jokes. Uh, but he's like a one-liner guy. Mm. Um. Anyway, yeah, Adam I I think he's a good comedy actor when he tries, and then sometimes he just phones it in. Well, things it, like Anger Management. Uh, that's a really good film. Yeah, and um, Happy Gilmore. Click. That's a good click. One. Click Have is. I, I see Click as like the first half is a wacky Adam Sandler comedy, and then the second half is like really fucking yeah. sad. Well, he did, he did a serious film. I can't remember the fucking name of it. Was that the 9 11 one? I'm not too sure. With Don Cheadle, was he in it? I can't remember. I haven't seen it. I've seen, I've seen the trailer, I've been meaning to watch it, but apparently it's really good. But he hasn't done one. You know, to kind of. Obviously, that's not what he's going for as an actor anyway you know like Will Ferrell he's not going to do a serious one yeah. anytime soon even though Adam but, McKay is which I don't like and I, 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 want, I wish he would go back to doing the silly comedies with Will Ferrell well it's like the big short was a piece of fucking shit it was so fucking <laughs> boring yeah I um, 
I mean, obviously he did his best to make, you know, banking and financial crises entertaining, but you really can't do that. Like, it was a big part of recent history, the big uh, mortgage crisis, but it it just doesn't look good on screen. And even, you know, um, Christian Bale and Steve Carell and uh, Ryan Gosling, wasn't Brad Pitt in it as well? Yeah. It's like a quite a small role. They're all really good actors, but they, um, and they, again, they're, you know, they're doing their best, but it's just, it's just boring. It's finance. It's boring. And then, um, the new one, Dick Cheney. I think that looks quite good. Yeah. Um, Sam Rockwell as well. I like him. But it's just another film that Adam McKay has made instead of doing Step Brothers 2. Pretty much, yeah. Which is... But I think Step, Step Brothers, to me, is the best comedy film. Yeah. In my opinion. It's well, it's our favourite. Yeah. It's any time, you know, ten, we're ten year doing anything. this year cool. as well. Yeah. When so, we've got to celebrate it's it. 20... It's September. It, um, was it 28th September? Something like that. I can't remember. I commemorated it with an Instagram post. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it's just the best, and it there isn't a line that isn't funny, and there isn't a, a gag that doesn't land. It's just the best, and why can't he just go back to doing things like that? Because it seems like that's what Adam McKay was made to do. And okay, he understands politics and things, uh, and he's Which a good is storyteller. Nice. Just keep yeah. out your fucking work. Exactly, and like in things like Talladega Nights, uh, that is very political. In that you know you've got this French guy comes in to threaten this xenophobic. Uh, patriotic American guy, um, but 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 it, it was above all. It was just a silly comedy, you know. And um, the same with the other guys. The other guys was about corrupt bankers, but it was mostly about Will Ferrell, and Mark Wahlberg See, getting blown up. I I like that. Like they're they're like um, collaborations together are good. Like Daddy's Home was. It was okay, but you know, Daddy's Home too. How it's too, it it's too glammed now. Yeah. Like if you look at it, it's it's, it's like really too brightly much lit bright colours and, and all that. And like, okay, all right, that's nice and whatever. But it's too simple of comedy. It's not going back to the more creative sense of it. It's just it's just boring for me now. Yeah, like I, I mean, I, I, I still um, quite liked it. I, I, I kind of like them both. I'll watch them. The pretty colours. <laughs> I do. It's an autistic thing. <laughs> Forget fidget spinners. Just watch Daddy's Home one and two back to back. But I no, I I think um, with some of their older stuff, they you know like that scene in Talladega Nights where he thinks he's paralyzed, but he's really not. Oh yeah, he stabs himself. On the yeah, he stabs himself in the leg, and uh, that that's the kind of scene where like they just came up with the idea of it, and they could have had you know Will Ferrell, uh, John C. Riley, and Michael Clark Duncan there. All day, just like improvising shit to do, because yeah. he he starts saying like, "I hope you both have beautiful sons," and they lose their legs. And it, Don't and you then, put that on yeah. me, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> Don't you put that evil on me? Because that you know, Michael Clark Duncan and John C. Riley until then were pretty much serious actors, but they, but then they're not one of the ones who like come to comedy and don't know what to do. They transfer the kind of dedication and commitment they would give a dramatic role. To just being completely ridiculous like mm. that. And then, like, uh, when he stabbed himself and he's screaming and they try and get it out, and he goes, Ricky, look at me. You can walk. Like, I can walk. And he starts screaming because he's realized he stabbed himself in the fucking <laughs> leg. I mean, what's it? They're coming back for a film 
uh, the Sherlock Holmes one, Riley. Yeah, the, yeah, but which was, I think it's it's a good idea the fact they're having their on screen presence together. But yeah, anything with them in together is at least gonna be worth watching. I hope it's gonna be good because the trailer. See, I I think I laughed at like a couple of things in the trailer because yeah. some of it again it just seems like childish, you know, like simple humor that cases the fucking kids pretty much, but they're not individuals that want a fucking audit well I don't know what they want they want money pretty much <laughs> which is fucking fine if you want money that's fine the bit in the trailer where one of the they're talking to some kids and one of the kids goes like no shit Sherlock that was uh, to me that's I just thought shit. that moment almost made me not want to watch the fucking thing one bit but, I laughed at was when uh, fucking the bees are fucking all over the place or whatever yeah. and he's just like going around running around the room shooting they up just shoot the to bees. me that's simple but that, yeah. that was funny well, that's the kind of thing where it's totally ridiculous, and they just, just be like, funny. "So yeah, Farrell, you're gonna try and shoot some bees. Uh, we've got all day if you want to just improvise." <laughs> yeah. But so I hope there's a lot of things like that, and then that was just like a sound bite for the trailer to get idiots in. Because let's be honest, you know that's well, that's the what audience. they cater for now. Yeah. So if people see that, and they're like, "Oh, I know that from my life," and they're saying it to actual Sherlock Holmes. So I hope. It's just, they put that into Panda to them and the rest of it's good. Can't remember when it's out. I don't know what um, rating it's going to be, but I... Uh, I They'll probably do 12 kids. or 12A. Maybe. Well, this side anyway. I uh, miss when Will Ferrell was... Because um, he would do like kids' films. Like he would do things like Elf, but then he would also do adult things. Mm. Whereas now it seems like he's like a family movie kind of guy. And, and that's not what he is. His sensibility's not... That it's like this house is a fucking prison. Exactly. He should be saying things like that. Or he's like, I got a belly full of white dog crap. Camel dish. Yeah. yeah, they. It just seems like he thrives with the freedom to do and say whatever he wants, or like you know where he could just get naked and start running around. It's ridiculous, but he he will do it. Yeah. And um, but he can't do that obviously if it's for children. Because. <laughs> <laughs> That's inappropriate, but that's that's the feral one. And it'll be next on our fucking list. <laughs> so, um, I re- I really hope it's good. We'll, I hope we'll it's see not. how it fucking goes anyway. Probably with all the period things, um, I mean costumes and the setting. I mean, they might be have been expensive to make because they have to make Victorian London. So hopefully, it's not too expensive that they're trying to make it for a big audience. Because that, I just, I hate things like that. <laughs> I have another film that's come out that I, um, I need to watch sometime. A Star is Born with uh, Bradley Cooper's directorial debut. Yeah. I no one fucking wants to watch it me. Have you seen the? Have you seen it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. I like it. We're just talking to our camera guy, Spencer. <laughs> it's not uh, some third stranger just walked in. <laughs> um, also... Um, I haven't seen the new Halloween. I really want to watch the new Halloween. Dan McBride's is he a producer or oh writer? He wrote it with um of all fucking people. I know he's another one who needs to be in that fucking like trio with Farrell, yeah, C Riley and fucking (laughs) him. (laughs) Fucking hell. Yeah, he's just. I mean, he's in that league with them where they're just funny all the time, no matter what they're saying. Will Farrell found Dan McBride. Yeah, he and Adam McKay, they saw The Foot Fist Way, 10 out of 10, would recommend. Yeah. At um, 
Sundance, I think it was. They'd gone into Sundance with that song. I mean, it's not that it's not good, but it is um, not the kind of thing you'd say it's Sundance. Yeah. Well, not anymore, anyway. It, <laughs> it just, I, it's really funny, but it uses a lot of um, awkward situations. And it's kind of like um, Eastbound and Down, but less loud. It's like a quiet Eastbound and Down. Uh, which, which is, is also great. something you should watch as well. Yeah. That's well, anything with Danny McBriden, basically. Even um, films Even that... Even when it's just like little cameos or something. What, what was yeah. that? What? Um, with fucking Ben Stiller. Oh, the Heartbreak Kid. Heartbreak Kid. Yeah, because even that is like that. not on its own a great film without him. It might not but even be just, worth he watching, just, but he, he steals every single yeah. scene and every single line he delivers perfectly. And it um, in Hot Rod, it's really funny in Hot Rod, when he's beating the shit out of that guy going, I've been drinking green tea all goddamn day. Yeah. <laughs> As if that's made him tough. <laughs> Or um, this is the end. Or he plays himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's so fucking funny. That. He just plays a fucking massive prick. <laughs> obviously, never fucking met him. I'm assuming he's not like that. But no. Even if he was, I wouldn't give a shit. So anyway, he wrote Halloween with um, David Gordon Green, who was normally like an indie type director, but he also did uh, Pineapple Express. And it he's weirdly. As well. Yeah, I think him and McBride were like college roommates or they were in the same course together or whatever. And uh, and that's how they know each other. So they'd have completely different careers, but then sometimes just get together and be like, let's do the new Halloween. Or, you know, I think that's how he got involved with the whole Seth Rogen crowd. Because I think he was like, I've been hired to do this stoner movie. Do you want to play the dealer who always gets shot? Yeah. In fact, I think, I think he was supposed to die the first time he was shot. But then, because he was so funny, they kept bringing him back. Anyway. Um, I think it'll be a good movie. But I haven't seen it. It's got John Carpenter's approval. He said it was good. What the fuck are you doing? I'm fixing. Okay. Is it all good now? Yeah, just carry on. I'm not here. So I'm in this the is staying in the fucking recording. <laughs> so, are we, are we all good? Yeah. Can you sit down? You're making yeah. me very tense. Okay. Okay. We love him, really. That's Matt. That's <laughs> Matt, our producer. Um, <sighs> lost what I was fucking talking about now, do want, Matthew. Do you want the shout-out now? No, I... Well, we'll throw that in at the <laughs> end. We'll throw that in at the end, yeah. Throw it in we'll just end. do it with your logo and shit. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a big shout-out. We'll do one for Spencer as well. What are you doing? You're rubbing his nipples? <laughs> it's like, what is this? Distract Ben Day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Halloween looks good and so does Astar is fun <laughs> and what else is out um, Bohemian Rhapsody I thought that looked really good but the reviews are saying it's really like formulaic yeah there's also Rocketman coming out as well with fucking, oh yeah it's quite fucking coincidental yeah that's coming out similar times it's like uh, buses you wait for one biopic of a gay rock star to come along and then <laughs> two come at once <laughs> <laughs> I fucking shift ass. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. We just got a couple of quick shout outs. Yeah, Matt, our producer, sound mixer engineer from um, Soundback Recording Studios. Follow them on Instagram, soundback.recording.studio. Uh, also, Spencer Cameo, our trusty cameraman who's been filming us for the YouTube channel. You can find him on Instagram at Spencer Cameo. Uh, great photographer, photography whiz. If you want to hire him, 
for weddings or you know whatever is is great. We've also got um, being brought to you by Gentleman Pictures as well, which is a production company we're part of as well with Spencer. Um, you can go follow them on Instagram, and we've got also got a YouTube channel, Gentleman Pictures, as well. And we usually put up a few projects every few months or something like that. So go give that a look as well, please. And also the website gentlemanpictures.com, where there's you know blog, videos, anything, posters. Um, also my own website ben-sherlock.com not ben-sherlock.com don't go to that that's some cunt from Cheshire I, it's ben-sherlock.com you can find videos and performances uh, you can download audio of stand-up routines for free which I could have charged you for but I've decided to be generous to give it to you for free so you're welcome and also you can follow Luke on Instagram yeah at lukejam17 he's not 17 and he wasn't born in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, it we was have, the only one I could get. Also, we have the YouTube channel Funny Talks with Fuck Ben and Luke that you can subscribe to, and uh, you'll be able to see the episodes we post every week. So, thanks for listening. We hope to see you again. Well, we won't see you, but come back next week. Cheers. See ya. Bye. Thank you.